Hi folks, this is Bud Hughes, and it's time to raise the door on another edition of Bud's Garage. Hang on, you're now part of the fastest hour in radio, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Locally owned family businesses with over 120 years of combined experience. CarQuest nationally branded auto parts and warranties, and Oakwood Tire's wide selection of the best tire brands available. Local professionals to help you find the parts or tires you need, help you get them installed, and back on the road with a smile. Find out more at completeautoparts.net or oakwoodtire.com. On today's show, General Motors invests heavily into internal combustion engines. Independent shops and OEMs reach a nationwide agreement, plus training to be an automotive technician and more nationwide snacks. Informative automotive buffoonery with Bud and Tim, right now on North Georgia's News Talk, WDUN. Welcome in, folks. This is Bud Hughes, resident car nut, and Tim Pasquale, a poster to the stars. Tim, what have you been up to this weekend? Oh, you know, the, the past usual weekend. Mowing. <laughs> mowing. <laughs> mowing. That's all I do now. Is that all you I do? I just mow. You pasture. Just, mow the pasture. Mow the pasture. Yeah. How's the lawn doing? It's good. It's good. Things the, are coming right along. I thought the sheep were eating the lawn and... and no, no, no. Not no. The goats won't them. eat grass. They'll only eat flowers and shrubs. Oh. <laughs> so all the stuff that the Jody's planting, they're eating. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're out running around mm-hmm. on, the, on the tractor. Yeah, that's what we, uh, we have the garden is for the chickens and the goats to eat out yeah. of. We don't get any of it. <laughs> hey, we're having a ball, though, homesteading. Oh, that's good. That's good. On the... Pascarosa. No, that's the wrong. That, that was the wrong one. The Pascar. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, that was it. That was it. The, was that the right one? I yeah, get the, the name. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Whoever, who did that to him? Alkeola. Alkeola. A L, capital C A I O L A. Alkeola. Wow, that you knew that. How does he come up with this stuff? I just. There are lyrics, by the way. No. Oh no. For the Ponderosa thing. Yes. What was Fact, that show the called? The Four Cartwrights sang it on a record uh, album. What was that? What was show, the show what called? What was that show called? All I it, was called it was called Bonanza on the net. Oh, Bonanza. Then when they did the reruns, they called it Ponderosa. So that people wouldn't confuse that with what was running oh, in the network slot. Right. How, do, how, do you, how do you come up with all this stuff? It's my job, You're man. amazing. You know what's amazing is that you do this on a weekly basis uh, as a side gig. Tell us a little bit about it before we get, get in the car world here. Well, thank you, Bud. Yeah, I, I uh, am the program coordinator for DJ Trivia. We are nationwide. Locally in Gainesville, I host games in uh, the Northeast Georgia area, but find out times and locations, djtrivia.com. It's free to play and a lot of fun. Family-friendly as well. Hmm. Okay, wow, that's great information. You know what I found out this week? Hmm. That I didn't have to tear apart the fan out on my deck. You know, I got one of those pergola things you know, uh-huh. out on the deck. Right. And it's got a lifetime warranty, you know, fan, mm-hmm. uh, electric fan that's remote control. Well, the thing quit working. Oh, of course. So, it didn't say whose lifetime. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this takes me back to the day that I, I tore my go-kart apart when I was a kid because uh, it quit running and uh, I'd run it out of gas. Okay. So here here I was, you know, I'm, I'm going to tear the fan apart. And I get to thinking... Maybe, just maybe, it's the remote control. Mm-hmm. So Jan says, well, I'll order some batteries on Amazon. And it looks fine. So she's order- she orders these little batteries that are half the size of a AA battery. Okay. Okay. And uh, that's what they look like, half the size of a, a AAA. AAA, little what small ones. What are they called? 
quadruple? Four, four bucks or something like that. I don't know what they call them, but I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. They have a code name. Mm-hmm. So I put one in the control, and it doesn't work. So I'm, I'm you know, I'm going right, to take this thing apart. I don't have the book when I put it up to remember what sequence I did, but I'll take it apart. So just before I turn the screwdriver to take the thing apart, you know, get the globe off of it and all that junk, I'm thinking, I wonder if there's something wrong with this battery. Mm-hmm. So I trot myself out to the shop, and I get a voltmeter out. And I'm looking at the battery, and it says on the battery that it's 12 volt. And it's half the size of a AAA battery. I'm thinking, this can't be right. So I test it with a voltmeter. It's got a half a volt in it. Uh-huh. So I look at the controller, and it says on the controller that that's a 12-volt battery. And I'm thinking, really? So I run out to the store mm-hmm. and buy a 23A battery, which is what this thing is. Okay. Bring it home, test the voltage. It's 14 volts. Mm-hmm. Put it in the controller, and away we go. Wow. Fan was working great. Were you disappointed, bud, that you didn't get to take the fan apart? No, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Okay. Well, <laughs> but what I was thinking was, I wonder how old these batteries were. We bought a pack of them. Mm-hmm. And it, this is such a, to me, this, this represents what could be a scheme. You buy a bunch of brand new, outdated exactly. batteries. Exactly. And, right. you know, people pay four bucks for a couple of them, and they're not going <laughs> to... They're just going to throw the $4 away. You know, we buy a pack of 100 batteries, and that's the same thing. And, and of course, my father was even better. He would, uh, when he took the old batteries out, he'd put them in a drawer. (laughs) And before he'd ever put a new battery out of a pack into a device, he would have to test a handful of the ones out of the drawer just to see if maybe one of them had a little juice in it. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Well, well, going on right now, <laughs> at Michelin Raceway, Road Atlanta is a world uh, racing league uh, sponsored by Haggerty. And going on next week, from 4 to 7, is the Cruising for a Cause at Buford High School. That's a big car show. Okay, oh, yeah. And that's a, that's a good time. That is a huge show they have there. Speaking of special cars and mm-hmm. car shows and things like that, Callaway Cars founder Reeves Callaway has uh, passed away. Um, he apparently uh, had a fall at home and suffered injuries and passed away from that. But I did not realize uh, that he was the son of Eli Callaway Jr., the founder of Callaway Golf. Now, I knew about Callaway Cars and Callaway Corvettes and all that. Oh, yeah. Uh, great mind. He started doing this in his garage. And, uh, you know, his first headquarters was where he was living in Old Lyme, Connecticut. And over the next uh, few decades, he would modify BMWs, Alfa Romero's, Aston Martin Land Rovers, and General Motors products. Mm-hmm. So he got pretty tight with, uh, with General Motors and was known for his Corvettes. Back in 1989, he built a Callaway twin-turbo Corvette known as the Sledgehammer made 880 horsepower and 770 foot-pounds of torque. Yeah, that's a lot. Back then? Right. You know, using this was using a uh, LT engine, uh, mm-hmm. the, the old LT engines, if you would, um, the LT ones that were in the C4 Corvettes. Uh, this was a variation of it but with twin turbos on it. But it set a production top speed of 254.76 miles an hour 
And that record stood for 21 years. Wow. Until Bugatti managed to hit 267.85 in their Viron Sport, uh, Super Sport. I wonder where he ever found a set of tires that were rated for 254 miles an hour, or he didn't. <laughs> Just well, I, I would think he probably hooked up, uh, you know, through General Motors, probably hooked up with uh, uh, whatever tire manufacturer, right. and they, they had something. But, yeah, and that's, you know, that was back in the day. That's... Uh, his son still runs a company, Peter Reeves now, um, and they're still uh, customizing Corvettes, Camaros, Silverados, Suburbans, Tahoes, Sierras, Yukons, and Escalades. So he's uh, he's going to be missed. Yes, he will. Uh, definitely a pioneer in what he was doing, for Boy, sure. don't you know it. Well, Tim, if you're restoring a classic muscle car, where are you going to go? Well, you're going to go to the muscle car experts at Year One in Cornelia, Georgia, who provide our podcast. So that if you miss any of this great information, you can go to Access WDUN, click the links and hit the buttons and listen to the show at your convenience or your favorite podcast site where you can pick up the show anytime. Yeah, absolutely. As well as Bud's Garage Overdrive, the podcast. Right. And, uh, you know. Year One helps out with all of that stuff. They've been great friends throughout all the years here. Mm-hmm. Go to their website and become part of the newsletter that comes out and all the special deals at year1.com. Right. We'll be right back here at Bud's Garage on North Georgia's News Talk. WDUN. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by all three locations of Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Hometown people working together to bring you the best parts, tires, service, and repairs. Tim, earlier in the week I got a chance to visit with Mark Wetesco. He's the automotive instructor at the Dawsonville campus. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things I asked him was what was his experience, you know, transitioning from being a tech to being a teacher. Oh, I've been an ASC Master Tech since I was about 23, 24, so a long time ago. Um, I was in the military for a few years as a light wheel vehicle mechanic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually started working on cars when I was 16, a little shop down in Lithonia, Georgia, and uh, took, a, took some classes for automotive repair and just started reading books and getting more and more knowledge and... and um, the rest is history. The rest right? is history. The rest is history. Yes. How long have you been teaching at the uh, campus in Dawsonville? This is my fifth year. Fifth year? Yes. I know your experience in working on cars, and my experience with working on cars, it's kind of you in the car. But once you get into the classroom, what, what's that experience been like for you, being in front of a younger generation, if you will, and different cars and stuff than we grew up with and worked on eventually, or, you know, uh, along the way uh how's that whole experience been for you uh there's a couple of feelings uh one it's fun uh two it's uh it's a little different uh speaking in front of a class instead of just being in front of a car that car didn't talk to me Mm -hmm. so um but uh it is 
it is fun to uh, to um, interact with these younger students and teaching them a profession that I grew up with and that I've loved all my life. And so it, 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 it's, it's been great. Passing I mean, on the knowledge. Yes, passing on knowledge is, is fun. When you see the light bulb come on over the students, what what's that feeling like for you? Oh, it you? feels good. It feels it feels way better to give than it does to take. Let's say that. Okay. So 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 to give something back to a student, um, it feels a lot better. And at some point in time, these guys are going to be working on stuff and exactly. remember remember who taught them that stuff. And yes. so it, it you know it, it just carries on and on and on and uh, you know gets passed on to the next generation. Do you? Do you prepare your students for ASC certification, or, or let's let's back up a little bit and talk about what is ASC? You know, I was ASC certified. You're ASC certified. What you know? What is that all about? That organization? What's well, Automotive Service Excellence? Um, they they teach uh, or the the tests are like in brakes, electrical, uh, HVAC or heating and air, uh, engine repair, engine performance. Automatic transmission, manual transmission. I'm sure I've left something out, um, but it's it's the study, it's the theory, it's uh, repairing those systems. So you 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 have to take a written test, and you is there also you also have to have the hands-on experience. So it's not just something you you take a test because you've got to be able to think your way through the questions. But the ASC certification is only a written test. It is not hands-on, but at, but at our school, we do teach the hands-on and also for taking the test, so the, the knowledge for the test. The curriculum is based on the ASC Correct. Uh, organization as such. And that's usually a sign at a shop that's a big white sign, looks like a gear, is that correct? It says ASC yes. certified mechanics. Yes. yes. That's where you want to go. Yes, it is. Uh, what is the present state of auto technicians? I mean, I get I get calls all the time. How you know? How do people reach out to you and uh, you know get your techs as they're graduating? And what's what's going on nationwide with techs? Well, for one, what's going on nationwide is there is a big vacuum because our older technicians like me are getting out of the business, and there's a big void that needs to be filled with skilled technicians. Um, because people aren't stopping driving vehicles. I mean, they're, uh, people are driving them. Or I mean, you you you've got um, facilities um, like uh, EMC companies. Um, that any any business that has a vehicle has to be repaired. So that's not going away. Our, our older technicians are going away, like me, and we need skilled technicians in the in the field. Uh, I, I get contacted by email, by phone calls. Every week I have um, different um, shops that they they need employees. And so they are getting uh, funneled from our shop. So what is the, the what is the average wage of these people as they go into the dealerships and and what is the what is the uh, the wage range? Obviously there's a starting wage. Where does it go on the other end? Oh, I would say on the low end, it would be in the twenty-five to thirty thousand range, and that is for somebody that's a lube tech or a general service tech. You're doing oil changes, changing tires, changing batteries, uh, bulbs, um, doing some uh, some battery tests, things like that. Um, and then uh, it just goes up from there. It's uh, 
We have some of our students that whenever they leave, they become a lube tech. We have some uh, because some shops, they want you to uh, to learn the process at that dealership or at that shop, and then you move up into a tech. Some of our students, they are so advanced, they just go right into being a line tech. And if they and, get into the drivability end of it, which is the troubleshooting and and that is usually the high end in the yes. dealership. What, what are we talking wage wise? Oh, uh, easy, um, easy eighty thousand uh, could run into a hundred thousand. I know some master techs easily making uh, forty dollars an hour uh, plus bonuses. Um, and and even in the lube tech, uh, they have these things called spiffs, which means um, for like this month, if you're selling cabin air filters, um, you get a uh, certain dollar figure for everyone that you sell um, that is kind of the entry point for vehicles that come into the shop so you can um, sell like a oil leak diagnostic if you see an oil leak or you see a vehicle that needs tires or um, different things you might fi find wrong with the vehicle that is the entry point as the vehicle comes into the shop so. and, and those are the kind of things you're teaching you're teaching when you when a student has a car up in the air do you, you may be repairing something, but you're looking at everything yes. on the car. Yeah. Yes, you need to be looking at everything because uh, the customer doesn't know everything that the vehicle needs. I mean, uh, they may come in with a complaint, but then you see, well, your tires are getting very low. They're they're getting dangerous. You could hide your plane. Oh, well, I didn't know that. Well, thank you for telling me. Sure. You yeah. know, and, and then, uh, then you can give them a price for it and all. So. How long does your program take from start to graduation? It typically, if you get a... Uh, a two-year diploma or associate's degree it's going to take you two years two years okay um how can folks learn more well let me let me back up here what is the placement rate of your students that's got to be over the top oh uh, we're at 100 percent placement rate okay um so we don't have any problem finding jobs for finding people. jobs for no. people that's no. that's a good thing to know yes. and that's nationwide basically you oh know, yes, yeah, oh yes. This, you're running yes, a it's not just program. located here, and you can take this education and you can go anywhere in the United States. You can go to another country. I actually looked at going to to Europe, to uh, and uh, repairing vehicles there, but I couldn't see working on BMWs and <laughs> and uh, and Mercedes all the time. So, okay. How can, Sorry. <laughs> how can folks learn more about the program at Dawson? It's at the Dawsonville campus and the Winder Barrel campus, correct? Yes. All right. How can they learn more about you it? You can go to the LTC, which is the Lanier Tech College uh, website, and you can get all the information from there. Uh, you welcome people to come and visit with you in the in the shop up in Dawsonville? Oh, yes. Yes, okay. anytime. Um, if if you go through that point, um, the, the LTC home site, uh, or LTC homepage, they will uh, put you in contact with us, or you can uh, you can email me okay. specifically at m Watesco. That's m w o j t e c z k o at laniertech.edu. And that's listed on the website, so it's easy yes. to find. Yes, you can find me on the website. Very good, Mark Watesco. Thanks for taking time with us to uh, be here at Bud's Garage and tell us what you're up to. We appreciate oh, it. Well, thank you for having me. We'll be right back here, Bud's Garage, on North Georgia's News Talk, WDUN.
Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Oakwood Tire and More, and all three locations of Complete Auto Parts, Cornelia, Clarksville, and Gainesville. Shop garage or driveway, we have the parts, tires, and professional advice to help you get the job done right. Great folks at Hardy Chevrolet, our hometown folks, and they invite you to find new roads in a Chevrolet. And I was talking to Mike Cormier earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. He's the general sales manager. They are loaded up with our favorite vehicle, which is the... Silverado. Chevrolet Silverado. They got a bunch of SUVs arriving daily now, the Equinoxes, Blazers, and Traverses. And I asked him, I said, are these ordered, ordered vehicles? He said, no, they are stock vehicles. So we're at the point now where you're getting an inventory so you can go out and check out oh, that's what, what applies to your needs, what mm-hmm. trim level and all that kind of stuff. Right. That, that kind of changes the game a little bit. Sure, from, it does. Uh, just waiting for to order one and having to wait, and you know, waiting to see if somebody cancels an order, mm-hmm. and all of that. So, um, that's that's good news, really. Blazer SS, you remember the Blazer SS when we first talked about it on the radio show? Oh yeah, cool looking car, right? Absolutely cool looking car with the blacked out and uh, body cladding and mm-hmm. just the design of the car. Well. The newly redesigned Trax is in the showroom right now. Okay, and I'm going to talk about the Blazer SS <laughs> and another interesting thing that's coming down the road here in just a minute. But when I was in the showroom, they have a new redesigned Trax. Mm-hmm. And like the Blazer, uh, it, it is completely different than the old version. Oh, really? Yeah, and it starts at 21.5 and fully loaded. 21500 Fully loaded is $27,000. Wow. So we're between 21 and 27 on a brand new vehicle. Yeah. That's a price point, you know, that you can live with. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I think it's a great-looking vehicle. I think you should go check that out. And back to the Blazer SS. Kind of looked a little bit to me. Camaro-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even Corvette-ish. Really? So all of a sudden now, it is in the magazines. It is coming down the, the pipeline. They're going to start building a Corvette-powered SUV. Wow. Now, they're calling it in the magazines. They're calling it a Corvette SUV. Mm -hmm. Mike and I are hoping they come up with a different name for it. Well, uh, you know, whatever they call it. I mean, who cares? It's not going to be a Corvette. We can call it Corvette, but it's an SUV. A Corvette is a two-seater sports car, and they're coming out with some great versions of that, by the way, too. The the Zora and the... uh, ZR1. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't get hung up on the name. It's, well, this is something that all of us SUV drivers have been clamoring for. Why don't you give us an SUV that has some level of handling and performance? I don't care what you call it. Put it out on the road for us, please. You don't want a Hellcat, whatever that is? Grand Cherokee, or there's a, there's C- a Hellcat version of something. C- or, well, we're not talking about those people right now we're talking about our great friends with the bow tie well i just don't call it a corvette but i hope they sell a ton of them i do too i know what they are going to sell a ton of these are uh this is a new vehicle that's on the horizon it's the silverado 2500 zr2 now they've got the colorado Mm -hmm. and they've got the silverado 1500 i think this is the best approach to uh, some of these big off-road trucks that have been offered by those other manufacturers. Um, 
I think this is the best approach because they're hanging everything on the chassis of a Silverado, which is already a three-quarter ton truck. Mm -hmm. And they got some great power plants, which I'm going to let you tell the folks about. Well, you could, it's available with either the 6.6-liter V8 gas engine or the 6.6-liter Duramax turbo diesel engine, which offers a lot more torque and a little more horsepower. But just depending on what your driving needs are, you know, you got your choices. You know, I, I noticed that a lot more people are moving back to gasoline engine um, because the the diesel fuel has gotten so doggone expensive. I haven't paid any attention. What's diesel fuel like right now? It's depending on where you go. It's between four and five bucks, and I saw a station in Duluth. It was five nineteen. Wow. Yeah, I know that that makes a difference. Now, is it cheaper at the truck stops for the big rigs? I, I, I don't think so. Not much. I mean, because the uh, the trucks, why would the truck stops be cheaper? They don't have any choice. They got to pull in there. Okay. I was just wondering. Speaking of trucks, Hardy Chevrolet has got service trucks now available. And getting your mid-size truck mm -hmm. serviced is always a great thing to do it. Hardy Chevrolet, because Donnie Weehunt runs that department, yeah. and he is the employee of the month for Hardy Chevrolet for the great job he does out there getting your medium-duty trucks mm -hmm. serviced. And you can now get service trucks, you know, vehicles that are outfitted for the particular kind of, uh, um, you know, application yeah. that you have, whether mm -hmm. it be lawn care or plumbing or electrical or what it might be. See our buddy David Hornsby, and uh, sure, he can... He's either got it or he can find it for you. He'll get it. Yeah. And once you've got that medium-duty truck, or if you've got one that's got a little miles on it, mm -hmm. you can get it serviced at Hardy Chevrolet. Donnie Weehunt uh, takes care of that department. We had talked about the demise of the 24 Camaro. Mm -hmm. Supposed to end at the, you know, this year is supposed to be the last year for the right. Camaro. So I'm reading an article, and they're, apparently Chevrolet is going to come out with a 2025 Z28 Camaro as a final edition of the Camaro. Sure. And they're only going to offer 1,000 of them. Oh, my. They're all sold already then. Well, I'm thinking just add a zero to the 1,000, and that's probably yeah. what the price is going to be mm -hmm. on, uh, on these two zeros. Let's put it that oh, yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll wait huh? and see. But if you want more information about Chevrolets and want to check out the inventory, and they got a great inventory right now, or want to order something new, Hardy Chevrolet 2115 Brownsbridge Road. Remember what Charles Hardy always said. Well, remember, friends, for goodness sakes, if you're going to do it, let's do it with the Hardy boys. We love you, and we need you. Tim, we've got some, uh, speaking of Hardy Chevrolet and all the great things they got out there, we've yeah. got some great news from General Motors and Chevrolet in general mm -hmm. about uh, the continuity of internal combustion engines you want to jump on this yeah right well gm has just announced a two billion dollar investment a b in, a b yes two billion, billion yeah. in trucks and X suvs for the next generation uh which will begin in 2027 um and a lot of this had to do with the uh satisfying the insecurities of the rank and file UAW members who are worried that electrification was going to cut them out of jobs in the uh, uh, internal combustion plants where they build the engines. But I think we've all come to the realization that we're not all going to be driving electric vehicles in five years or in 10 years. So this, these 
uh, plans that will begin this next generation that will begin in 2027 will take them up to 2035 when they're planning on being fully electric. But who even knows yeah, by I, then you whether know, that's going to be You know what the signals realistic. to me? It, 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 somebody woke up and thought, well, we can't. We can't hook trailers to electric pickup trucks. Right. Uh, right. You know, we still need our trucks to, you know, haul stuff around. Right. And for some people, you know, their truck is their life. And they, if they're going to keep, uh, if they're going to keep gasoline engine vehicles through 2035, they need to upgrade the gasoline engines between now and then they can't still keep using the same engine that they're using now because it would become a little long of tooth by then. You know, and I think what's going to happen, we've talked about different, you know, configurations of engines, mm -hmm. different types of engines. Right. Like General Motors, Chevrolet are going to come up with maybe a rotary valve engine. You know, we get twice the power out of an existing cubic inch engine that's already out there. Right. But you redesign the valve train. Mm -hmm. I think what, what's going to happen out of this is we're going we're gonna to find a way to have a more efficient gasoline engine or an internal combustion engine. And yes, we may build EVs, but face it right now, the EVs aren't funding themselves. The right, internal combustion right. engines are. And the robots that they're using to build EVs, people can be trained mm -hmm. that are, you know, will be phased out eventually as, as internal combustion changes or goes away or whatever. Yeah. You'll be able to have the time to train the people to build the EVs and train the techs. Right. So, right. I think it's great. And, I, I and, and the only thing they're making profit off of now is big vehicles, Absolutely. SUVs, and pickup yeah. trucks. So, so, hey, like I say, if your truck is your life, you need that internal combustion truck. Absolutely. Head over to Hardy Chevrolet. Okay, I'm on my way. All right, we'll be right back here, Bud's Garage, on North Georgia's News Talk. WDUN. Welcome back in to Bud's Garage, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Nationally backed CarQuest branded parts and the best national tire brands to keep you rolling down the highway. So, Tim, I was listening Monday morning on Main Street with Bill Main. Yeah. And uh, he had our buddy Mike Robertson on doing his segment uh, that he does on that show mm -hmm. called the Money Monday Morning Mechanic. Right. And uh, they were talking about a car that was overheating. Mm-hmm. And they had it in the shop. They thought it was thermostat. You know, typically when a car is overheating, you check the coolant level. And next thing is you check the thermostat and things like that. So they place the thermostat and, uh, you know, check the hoses and all that. And top the car off and it kept overheating. So they got a little deeper into it. Well, if it's not the thermostat and it's mm -hmm. not the hoses, there's only one other thing that's circulating water, and that is the... Water pump. Water pump. So right. they took the water pump off. You know what they found in the water pump? What? A three-eighths diameter bolt had gotten stuck in one of the veins on the on the water pump. You know, the water pump typically have, like, turbine blades on them. Yeah. And it, it screwed up the, the, the flow of the water. Mm -hmm. How the bolt got in there, nobody, nobody knows, knows. But they knew enough to go look at it. They knew wow. enough to go in there from their mechanical experience. 
That is the craziest. Yeah, I've seen water pump fins break. I've seen the impellers spin. Right, right. You know, spin on the shaft. Uh -huh. and, uh, uh, the, the old water pumps used to have a tin back on them, mm -hmm. you know, to direct the flow. Those that, where, where I lived up north, they, oh, they'd, they'd, rot, they'd out. rot out. And the mm -hmm. pieces would get in the way of things. And, sure. Anyway, but they, you know, those are the, the people that have the kind of experience and when I was talking to Mike about it, I called him after the, uh, after the show because I wanted to know a little bit more. We started talking about the new cars. Mm -hmm. How do they keep up with them? And he says they are an Alltech sub subscriber. Mm -hmm. Now, it, would, it wouldn't show you something as weird as this bolt stuck in the water pump. No. But on the new cars, there's a lot of variations of things can go wrong. Sure. Electronically and stuff. And they get the same information as the OEMs get. Right. Right. So that, you know, in real time, they can mm -hmm. they can go in and they subscribe to this. I've got an article that we're going to talk about on next week's show, where all repair shops now can get this the same information that the OEMs have right. for cars that have, you know, maybe got high miles on them, aren't very old, but have got mm -hmm. high miles gone out of warranty, yeah. and uh, you know, you have a local mechanic that uh, has one of these services, and they can go in and, and maybe help you out with the car. Sure. So. I, th I thought it was interesting well, stuff. That's very good information. Okay, Jim, continuing with nationwide snacks. Let's go to Connecticut. Okay. Apiza. Apiza. Yeah, that's what this is called. Mm -hmm. and it's a crispy, coal-fired, light-on-the-cheese pizza. Yeah. Connecticut's Not, got the best pizza. And they, and they actually have some uh, franchises that are called Apiza, you know, right. pizza. Okay. The, the, the trick is it's thin crust, and, mm -hmm. you know, it's, instead of being the thick, gooey stuff. Right. But I didn't know Connecticut was so famous for pizza. Oh, it's all those Italians. Okay. All right. New Hampshire, oh. Port City pretzels. Now, these pretzels are in different flavors. Yeah. Because I remember Bill saying, was it, Bill, were you saying Pennsylvania was a pretzel place? Because of the Pennsylvania Dutch, yeah. Oh, right. Oh, okay. All right, so I had... New Hampshire, these popular pretzels come in four flavors, cinnamon sugar, fiesti hot, tangy mustard and honey, and tasty ranch dill. Okay. So these are flavor-infused, mm -hmm. big, soft pretzels. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> Rhode Island, calamari. Calamari, you wouldn't think that is a snack, would you, so much? You'd think it'd be, well, I guess if it's deep-fried. Yeah, but calamaro means squid. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's not it's not uh, commonly confused with octopus. It is squid, mm -hmm. and it comes deep fried, sautéed in garlic butter, and paired with hot peppers. Oh yeah, mm. Mm. that sounds good. All right, time for. A I snack. don't know how how that would be as a road snack though. Yes, yeah. I guess you could bean the driver next to you with one of them if they, you know, road rage incident. Yeah, yep. yeah you're right, calamari on the, on the road. Yeah. Mm. I hadn't thought about that when you said that. Well, everything is related to on the road. This is Bud's Garage. Well, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Did that, would it leave squid marks? Ah, squid marks! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bill. Hey, oh, you got to stop. Help. <laughs> help us, help us, help us. All right, if you're looking for tools to repair your car, we are talking about Oakwood Tire not mm -hmm. being able to repair cars. Uh, I know where they get some of their tools. Yeah. They go to Complete Auto Parts because okay. Complete Auto Parts has got a line of tools for pros mm -hmm. and they got a line of parts for do-it-yourselfers. Okay. But they're still better than the, you know. Than the stuff you get from the place we won't name. The places you won't name or the places on television where you can buy a 
300 piece set for 9.98, right? Which uh, probably isn't going to last real long. Mm -hmm. I'm talking 900 or $9.98, and uh, <laughs> my uncle used to get all that stuff. When when he passed, and I had to go through his stores, I was thinking, what was he thinking? Of? Oh, QVC Network. Oh where yeah, we get okay. all this stuff back in the day. Uh huh. But anyway, nothing like what you get at Complete Auto Parts. No, and they have three locations throughout Northeast Georgia. Mm -hmm. uh, Gainesville, yeah. I hang out there a lot. Mm -hmm. Cornelia and Clarksville. Yeah. So. so whatever you need. Check them out at completeautoparts.com. You know, they got the tools, they got the parts. Oh, yeah. they got the expertise. Absolutely. And you can get paint there, too. I don't mention that enough. You can mm -hmm. get paint mixed if you're, uh, you know, doing some stuff there. Your, your buddy that paints everything yellow, he could get oh, just, yeah. just brand of yellow. <laughs> if there. he ever runs out of that drum of yellow paint yeah. that he's got <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> I got a new Motor Trend magazine, uh, September, mm -hmm. and it has some future cars in it. I sent you some pictures. Yes, you and, did. And uh, these price ranges are from uh, 25000 to $6.2 million. We'll, we'll cover that. Uh, but I'd like to hit three of them that caught my attention. And one of them is a Renault, of all things. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I had a flashback when I saw that Didn't picture. Didn't you have a Renault Alliance? Yeah, I had a oh, Renault. Right, that yeah. was the that was beginning of the year. Yeah. Beginning of the end of my first marriage. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and I was wondering if Carlos Ghosn might be ordering one of these. It's a, a car that was built uh, between Renault and Nissan. And this thing, yeah, I don't think Carlos is going to order one. I don't think but so. But it, it, it's kind of cool. It looks like, to me, it looks like an oversized gremlin from the day mm -hmm. with some rally stuff on it big wheels and tires right but they want it to compete against mercedes-benz suvs mm -hmm. and they're talking about this thing being 75 grand when yeah. i saw it i thought man this is cool looking little twenty-five thousand dollar car right <laughs> but, no sorry no. bud no uh, sorry about that it's uh, not a twenty-five thousand car one one thing that did interest me was 2026 dodge dakota oh yeah now, folks, I want you to pay attention to car ads. When they say PHEV, that means a plug-in hybrid EV, mm -hmm. which may make it eligible for tax credit. Right. But that means that you're running on electric power for part of the time, and mm -hmm. then it switches over to the hybrid part. Right. And most of these uh, plug-in hybrids will do 30 to 40 miles on electric on the, only. On electric only. Which and right. but they're talking about this thing being thirty grand. Right. Well, but well, see, this what, is, what in the world is Ford doing with the Maverick though? That is built on the Escape platform, which is a plug-in hybrid, mm -hmm. and they haven't made a plug-in Maverick. What's well, you know, they'd be know. so far ahead of the game? Mm -hmm. You would think so. But mm -hmm. this Ram Dakota, it's still a dream truck. Yeah, I that's mean, true. They, and they haven't decided what size if they want to make it the size of the Ranger. Or right. if they want to make it the size of the Maverick or somewhere in, in between. between. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, I mean, it's a great looking picture, but, you know, dream truck is dream truck. All right, 2025 Bronco plug-in hybrid. Yeah, it's 55 to 75. Uh, but I'm thinking, again, why don't they make the Maverick a plug-in hybrid if mm -hmm. they're going to make the Ford Bronco a hybrid? Well. And the Ford Bronco is only going to be available in a four-door now. Uh-huh. Which I, I like the two-door, I think. Yeah, a friend of mine just bought a two-door, and uh, he took me for a ride in it. I was very impressed at the smoothness and quietness yep. of the ride. Yep. yep, they sure are. But for your homework for next week, oh, I'm going to give you the magazine. You're going to come up with three of them. Okay, I three, will. Three more of these. Three. Now, these are a couple years down the line, mm -hmm. so who knows what's going to come in between all of that. Yeah, there's no telling. Well, you know what I can tell you? What? 
if you're going back in time and you're restoring a classic muscle car, mm. only one place you need to call to get your parts. Oh, yeah. To do what you're trying to do. The muscle car experts at year one. Year one in Brazelton. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got what you need. And they got the expertise that you need. Right. And they've got build manuals, which are, I can't tell you how important a build manual is when you put one together. I don't care how many bags you label, how many pictures you take, mm-hmm. you still got to remember, huh, what went first? <laughs> <laughs> and they can help you out with the build manuals for your specific car. Check them out at year1.com. Okay. Great stuff, and they provide our podcast every week. You can go to Access WDUN or go to any of the podcasting sites, mm-hmm. and they can uh, you know, just upload the podcast. Sure. All right. Remember, folks, keep between the digits, shine your side up, and we will see you next week right here on North Georgia's News Talk AM 550 and FM 102.9. WDUN. Have a great week.